I many, many, many years ago said my passion is asthma and allergies, and I was told by a friend in media that that's not sexy. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever that means. You may be what you eat, but healthy has a different definition for everybody. From Food Equality Initiative, I'm Sophia Gillespie, and welcome to the Free From Podcast. On today's episode, we have the pleasure to speak with Dr. Renee Matthews. Dr. Renee is a healthcare professional, author, and entrepreneur. She has collected accolades such as the Friend of Mobile Care Award for her advocacy for asthma and has appeared on numerous media outlets to address and educate others about asthma and food allergies. She's a contributing writer for major publications and an active member of Save a Girl, Save a World. And she is here today to discuss her new book, No, Renee, You Are Allergic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you here and to learn more about your book. Can you tell us a little bit about it? So 2021, I wrote two books. I wrote Mommy, I Can't Breathe for the Adults, and then I felt like I should write something for the kids. Plus, I kept hearing about all these horrible bullying situations with food allergies, and I figured if we had taught them in kindergarten, first grade about food allergies, then they wouldn't become bullies, you know, in elementary school because they knew and they understood. And so that's kind of why I wrote the book and um, just explaining food allergies. And then for those that have food allergies so that they don't feel left out, because I'm not sure there's, I, I actually, I know, I, Amazon, I checked on Amazon. There's not a ton of books about kids with food allergies. The spreads are really nice. My illustrator did such an amazing job. I, I just like to marvel and look at the book because it's so pretty. It is nice. The illustrations are kind of reminiscent of like Arthur. Yes. The cover art is, um, I gave her a picture of me in kindergarten and she nailed it. Like this is literally me. It is so amazing. She did such a great job. And I think it's very inviting. And actually she has a, um, I think she's a four-year-old niece who saw her working on my book. No words, just pictures and said, is that person allergic to something? So she knew just from seeing the pictures what was going on in the book. I just wanted to cry when she told me that because that meant that, you know, we had done the right thing. It was going the right place. That's amazing. Obviously, the main character is named Renee. So what percent of this book is autobiographical? So the story is autobiographical. I just um, like my friends in the book are actually my cousins because they're like my people. Um, my little cousin is five, Ashton, and he's the little boy in the book. And then the little girl in the book is Shia. She's actually 10 years old. But those are two of my, I won't say favorite because I have a lot of little cousins and I don't want to leave anyone out. Shia has siblings that I love just as much. But those are two of my cousins that were real tight. Um, but my school is in this book, Wood Creek Elementary School in Farmington Hills. And then the name of my principal at the time that I was in kindergarten and the name of my kindergarten teacher. So Mr. Jackson and Mrs. Clark. And I, she actually had pictures of my teacher and my principal that she illustrated and made characters. Oh, wow. So were, were your like school teachers or, you know, were they really supportive of you writing this book? Unfortunately, because I'm 45 and kindergarten was a whole long, long, long time ago, I'm not sure where Mr. Jackson or Mrs. Clark are. I've actually done searches online and could not figure it out. Um, it's funny, today I did a reading at one of the elementary schools in my school district. And so, of course, the kids were very familiar with the school because 
it's in their school district. You know, they play sports against them. Uh, so um, that was really cool. But unfortunately, I don't know what's going on with them to even tell them, you know, look what I did. I am actually trying to get into the school, but I haven't cracked that nut yet. That would be awesome. Put it in the school library or... You know, so people in your in your school could read I've, it for themselves. I've communicated yeah. with, the, with the librarian. She hasn't said yay or nay yet, but I am very excited to try and do that. Well, hopefully. We're rooting for you. Thank you. <laughs> so can you tell us a bit about your allergy story and how it influenced who you are today? So I was born with uh, Top 8 Plus. I have... I had a whole lot more food allergies then than I do now, although now is still a lot, but it was even worse then. And I just, because I was born this way, I, I tell people I don't know any other way. I literally have never eaten some of these things except for maybe accidentally. Right, like there was no escape from food allergies being part of your life. So then you decided why not embrace it and become a doctor who specializes in allergy or were there other influences as well? So um, for me, I knew I wanted to be a doctor because I grew up in the hospitals. I was a sick kid. I have asthma also, which my next book will be about asthma. The change of seasons from fall to winter and then spring to summer were rough for me. October and April, I spent a lot of time in the emergency room. And that was probably for the first 10 years of my life. I would spend more than a few nights a week in the emergency room, literally. And I... I just knew I always wanted to be a doctor because I spent so much time in hospitals. I kind of just, I think it was just, I don't know. It just was supposed to be. My mom also was in the health field. My mother's a respiratory therapist, thank God, because, of course, I just told you I have asthma. So it was a blessing that that's what she did for a living. And when we were on, when we were on school breaks, we would go to work with her. So I spent a lot of time in hospitals. So I said I wanted to be a doctor. You really were primed, weren't you? <laughs> I feel like that would either want to make someone be a doctor or be the exact opposite. But <laughs> you specialize in allergy, right? Like, did you know you always wanted to do that? I am very passionate about women's health issues as well as black women's health issues and then just issues in the black community, period, as far as health. I many, many, many years ago said my passion is asthma and allergies. And I was told by a friend in media that that's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever that means. But when I graduated med school, I ended up getting a radio show. Eventually, I ended up here where I, that's what I do for a living is I do media. And then, you know, I joined all these Facebook groups with these parents with asthma and allergies. And I was like, oh, my God, these children, they were raising them in a bubble. We don't live in a bubble. You can't do that. That's unrealistic. And so I said, oh, I should write a book to help them. So that's how I wrote the first book, Mommy, I Can't Breathe. And it just kind of, the half, first half is my story because I've traveled the world. I've lived in other countries. I have, and as I say, I eat all along the way. And then the second half of the book is really specific medical information about asthma and food allergies. So then, like I said, then I wrote the children's book. But that was really what led me to be here now. You know, now I have a cooking show called uh, In the Kitchen with Dr. Renee and Chef Alicia. Chef Alicia is my fabulous little sister. And she is a trained chef. Recently, due to some changes in our life, we're actually in the same household again, and she feeds us every day. And she knows I'm allergic to what I'm allergic to, and she feeds me. And so we have a cooking show, and we make foods that are allergen-friendly. That's beautiful. Does she have allergies as well? No. Oh, no, that's the other thing about my life. I'm the only person who is like this in the house. Wow. Everyone else eats seafood. 
and all of the things I'm allergic to, they eat. Wow. So you were the only one in your family. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like? My sister is three years behind me, and she understood that Renee would get sick. She maybe didn't know the term allergy, but she understood. I tell everybody she was my taste tester from far back as I remember. So if my parents weren't with us and it was me and her, she would eat it first and she would say, you can't eat this. She might not be able to tell me what was in it, but she was always right when she said, don't eat it. Wow. Well, that's awesome. And that's a lot of trust for, for you to trust her both past and present with your food. Does your family keep an allergen-free household? No, they have all of them in the house. And that was the other thing, like I said, that's why I wrote the book, because I saw parents that were not eating the things that they liked because their kid was allergic to it. But if you're not breastfeeding, then I'm trying to understand why are you not eating what you want to eat? My dad is from the island of Antigua. And if he thought that in 1976, when I was born, that he couldn't have seafood anymore, I think they would have got rid of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you bring up a really important point because I think in the food allergy community, there's just a ton of fear and, you know, people being so afraid to to eat foods or to try new foods or, you know, like you said, the world is not a bubble. Like we do need to be training our, our kids who are allergic to how to be safe and how to go about their daily lives in a safe manner. Something important, too, is allergies and the black community because there's this stereotype that, like, allergies are, you know, a rich white kid problem, which couldn't be further from the truth. So um, how do you feel like this book will help, you know, kind of change that narrative? Or like, what do you hope it will bring to the community? It's funny you say that because I've had allergies my whole life until I got in this space, didn't realize that they were leaving us out of the conversation. I said, wow. Once I did start to pay attention, I noticed that I was never represented, I was never at the table. It was no one that looked like me, sounded like me, anything. I've done several book readings this week and there's kids that look like me and they were sitting there saying, well, I'm allergic to such and such. And so that just makes my heart smile. That's fantastic, yes. And that's definitely what we're trying to do here also at Food Equality Initiative. We were founded also by a black mother of two black children who have food allergies. Yes, I love Emily. Yes. And so, yeah, it's so important to elevate those voices and to to show that, you know, it affects it affects everyone and we should all be doing better for for everyone. I hate to say it, but in our community, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who have never heard of a pulmonologist or heard of an allergist. And so children go undiagnosed. A pediatrician may not have the information you need if your child is allergic to food. You should see an allergist. And so I'm hoping that, you know, my book, the, the book for the adults will introduce you to the different specialists. And then the book for the kids will allow them to understand why is it and what is it. And also to know you're not alone because a lot of times, maybe it, like me, I was the only one in my household and actually the only one really on both sides of the family that had so many allergies is like everyone eats everything. <laughs> and it's just Renee. But I, this book can, ha you know, you could sit down with your cousins and maybe you're the only one allergic, but then they can all understand because of the book. For people that are listening, where would they go to find your book? So my book is available. It's really available, most of the book retailers online. But if you go to my website, knowreneeyouareallergic.com, I have the links to all the retailers there. So Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all of that, all of those links are right there on my site. 
We are just so thankful to have you here and to talk about your new book. No, Renee, you are allergic. Thank you so much for coming on the Free From Podcast, and we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you so much for having me, Sophia. I greatly appreciate it. Produced by Aria Bins and sponsored by Food Equality Initiative. I'm Sophia Gillespie, and this has been the Free From Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>